0: Welcome to The Ralph
1: Report
2: with Ralph Garman.
0: Hey guys, keep it down. We're starting the show. We're starting the show, everybody. Well, hello there, boys and girls, and welcome to The Ralph Report, the show live here from the Batcave Cave Pub. I have transformed the Batcave into a full Irish pub. It's crowded as yeah. fucking here. Well, the, the mandates have been lifted, so Ow. we increased the uh, the allowance. Oh, they got very quiet. <laughs> Thank shut you the door. being that very was... respectful. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Ralph Report for a St. Patrick's Day! Oh, hey, happy St. Paddy's Day. Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day! St. Patrick's
2: Day. You can't uh, say St. Paddy's Day? Paddy's. Patty's D. Wait, what's Patties.
0: Patties. 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 Pa- no. Patties. Pad- patties. Patties. I'm saying patties. Are you saying patties with T's? Oh my it's God. patties with D's. Patties. Patties. That's it D's. is Thursday, March 17th, year of St. Patrick. Now maybe St. Patrick should be our patron saint. It can't be worse than anybody else. I know. So science so isn't working. Science ain't working out for us, but it is the year of science. Science! All hell science? It is right. <laughs> <laughs> to give science thanks and praise. Who knows? Hi, kids. Welcome to the St. Patrick's Day program here on the Ralph Report. I'm your old Irish pal, Ralph Garman. <laughs> the magic machine. He's got a lot of and, and sitting here in the snug of our pub uh, is your old pal, Sleepy McGee. <laughs> did you get any sleep last I night? I think I did. You think you did. Oh. Sheriff of Ghost Town drinking water on St. Patrick's Day. That's how I do oh, it. God. Oh, to God. It's Eddie Pence. Hey everybody. yo Eddie. How does a person like you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I, I don't. It's just another regular normal day. Well, I'm celebrating not that way. Okay. I've got uh, Got my powers. Oh, there's the pa- Oh, Powers Irish whiskey. Powers gold gold Irish whiskey gold
2: label. This is this is the good stuff right, right here. The label's not gold. It's orange and white.
0: It's gold. There's no gold in it. it round the letters where it says gold oh. label, gold. <laughs> well, the label should be gold, and it's called gold. That is it was it- 1791. Powers. Oh, that's is, way back. It's my favorite. I think of all the Irish whiskeys. Okay. So I'm gonna have a little sippy sip. Mm-hmm.
2: And you got your uh, and I got a trusty little. Guinness right there.
0: A little Guinness and the, and the Garmin's Pub Oh yeah, that's, glass. that's cool. Garmin's Pub, where everyone is a bit Irish, it says here. Oh. I have a little Guinness too. There you go. Mm-hmm. My plan... So much. ...is to get loaded. <laughs> you have enough there to do it. Over the course of the next hour and change, <laughs> because it is St. Patrick's Day and this is our party. Would you like a little Guinness? I would not. Let me thank pour you, you a little Guinness in a know. glass. No, I'm good. Thank you. I can crack a fresh Guinness. I really? Don't, don't crack have a glass. Have you ever Guinness. tasted a Guinness? I have
2: tasted Guinness. It's good, right? It's not good. Mm. It's like drinking
0: thick coffee. Uh, it's gross. What's like for me to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day in a room with your most sober with a friend? With the least party guy on I, the planet. I can party? I just don't drink. When I go to hell, and that's a foregoing conclusion i'll be there waiting this is what it's going to be like <laughs> it'll be eternal saint patrick's day and i'll be in a room with a guy who doesn't drink and doesn't party who complains about his knee right. and not sleeping and that'll be it that that'll be my eternal but damnation i'm accepting of you drinking i'm just sitting here judging you because you're drinking yeah i'm accepting of you drinking it's not quite the same mm-hmm. Anyway, kids, I think you're going to enjoy today's show. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, first of all, St. Patrick's Day. What more do you need? Mm. And secondly, it's Thursday, and that's a very sexy day here on The Ralph Report. Yeah. So appropriately, the theme for today's Ralph Sex University, sex in Ireland. Oh. We're going to take a look at sex, the history. Never thought of that. And present day. That's never entered my mind. Sex in Ireland. Ah. Some fascinating sexual facts about Ireland. Are there potatoes involved? There are no potatoes involved, but who knows? You play your cards right. If I get enough Guinness in me, <laughs> I can take a nice uh, potato. You can take a potato. <laughs> no, put it up your ass.
2: I don't want it my ass. Yeah, all right. I'll take one of those little red ones. That's what you say. No, I need one a big. You need a big. I don't want one of those big, big russet, russet potatoes. No, thank you. you I don't need
0: a softball. Of a couple my ass. eyes sticking out. <laughs> Kids, we're gonna have a blast today. I guarantee. I guarantee. So sit back, relax, and please enjoy St. Patrick's Day with us. Let's talk a little bit about St. Patrick's Day, shall we? Let's go through the history of good old okay. St. Patrick. Okay. He, uh, the reason we celebrate on this day, March 17th, yeah. 461 A.D. is the day of his death. So uh-huh. we celebrate the day of his death because, you know, that's the Catholic way. Right. They, they don't celebrate your day of your birth. No. They talk about when you're dead. And right. Well, except for that one big guy. He gets a birthday and a death yeah, celebration. He does goes too. Um they say, the rumor has it, mm-hmm. that the reason we celebrate on March seventeenth is because there was a battle in the church between which day he actually died on, March eighth or March 9th. Oh, and right. they said, well, You know what? We're gonna we're gonna make a compromise. We'll just add the two numbers together. And we'll celebrate on March 7th. But
2: instead of being near his death day, let's go farther away from his death day it, to make that the day.
0: It's it's makes sense. A tribute. It makes sense. okay. Um, supposedly, mm. all his friends were gathered around him to watch him pass over to be with his uh, Maker. Okay. And as they gathered around him, yeah, he asked them to toast his heavenly journey with a wee drop of whiskey to ease their pain. As they watched him pass away, So he was thinking of others even on his deathbed. Oh, seems like a and nice He said, day. "Gather together and have a wee drop of whiskey. Wee, wee is the key to word there. Wee, ease the pain. Don't get loaded. That's just what, have a wee. That's day. what I'm gonna do, right? I'm gonna have a wee drop of whiskey to ease my pain. Ooh. Like I don't drink on St. Patty's Day. Uh, I have I have traditions. I do on St. Patty's
2: Day. Uh huh. What's that? Uh, I do this one that started when I, when uh, Colton was born. What we do is uh, I take, the, you know, those gold coins, those chocolate gold coins. Yes. I take them and I lay them from his bed and there's like a trail into the bathroom. So when he wakes up in the morning, he sees a trail of gold coins going from his bed to the bathroom. Right. And I put green food coloring in the toilet. So yeah. the leprechaun peed in the toilet and left and didn't flush. He wakes up every St. Patrick's Day looking forward to the green pee in the toilet. So it's like Elf on a
0: Shelf. Only it's, it's leprechaun in it's the toilet. leprechaun green pea. Wow. I take it back. He loves it, man. You really do know how to party. <laughs> <laughs> you really it's know, a great tradition. You really know how to make uh, St. Patrick's Day come alive. I do. He wakes up excited every St. Patrick's yeah, Day.
2: Boy. Looking forward
0: to the chocolate coins and the pea. Oh, my God. Um, doesn't say anything here about either of those things. It should be. Young St. Patrick was kidnapped. By Irish raiders. He was originally British. Oh, yeah. Kidnapped by Irish pirates. They took him as a slave back to Ireland. Right. Eventually, he escaped and made his way back to England, made his way home. Okay. Got into the church, Mm -hmm. started working with the church. But he said in his autobiography, Confessio, that he heard a recurring dream in which he heard the voice of the Irish calling him to return to Ireland. In order to baptize and minister to them. And so he did. He went to be a priest in Ireland to convert the Druids, the heathens, into God fearing Catholics. Yeah. And he, he had, did. He had success. Yeah. Oh, good for him. He was able to, because he knew the, the Irish ways, he was able to fuse Irish culture with Christianity. That's why we have the Celtic cross and, and other symbols right. that were uh, represented by their pagan ways. He worked them into some Christian rituals as well. Make and, uh, it easier to digest. Won them over. Yeah. exactly. So uh, that was our uh, that was Saint Patty. Hmm. Okay. And of course, there was the wonderful things he did. Drove all the snakes out of Ireland, of course. Oh, that's it's always good. So there's no snakes. There is no day. snakes to this day in Ireland, on the island of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Now, some would say there were never any snakes there because some would. snakes couldn't get across the uh, sea right. to get to yeah, Ireland. Some would say that. But some would believe that, in fact, he was able some to... Some people who
2: believe fairy tales ...to would.
0: drive them out. How dare you? And, you know, of course, he also yeah. created the uh, some symbolism of the shamrock. The shamrock, as an Irish icon, comes from... Saint That's Catholic. all from him. Yes. Okay. Do you know why the shamrock is the symbol of Ireland? No. Because the shamrock has three leaves on it. Okay. With one stem. Yeah. Three leaves. Okay. Father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, that. And okay. then the one stem is the one true God. And so the three branches form the one God. And that's why we, uh, the shamrock is, the, is hmm. the big deal. Okay. Okay. You're I, I you're, have no opinion on it. You... Oh, you shouldn't be. I, I really sh- should. You shouldn't be. I have here. no opinion on it. You should go get a shamrock shake at a drive-thru. I don't want or a did. shamrock shake. Why? Don't you like shamrock shakes? I either? don't. I really don't. Oh my God. I don't. Do you don't like anything about this holiday? Uh, I
2: like color green. color green's kind of cool. Mm. I'm going to have more whiskey. And and I,
0: and I like doing the tradition with my son. I'm going to get loaded. I'm a leprechaun be. Good luck to you today, sir. I'm half a pint. <laughs> I don't have to run the show. Down. You do. Uh-huh. you got to press all the buttons. Mm. We're gonna be taking breaks as I go to get new beers. That's all I'm saying. Way done with that. We haven't even gotten to the voicemails. I know it's so good. We got so (laughs) much show, but it would be I'd be remiss if we didn't celebrate a St. Patrick's Day show without talking about our own patron saint, our own Irish patron patron saint here on the Ralph (laughs) Report, which of course is Patio Lantern. Oh yes, Patio Lantern, the legend of Patio Lantern, Mm -hmm. the uh, the Irish lad who could uh, fart fire. He he had, he had the light of the spirit within him. And of course, the ballad of Patio Lantern is one of our favorites around here. Thanks to the wonderful Queen Jay. Yes. Please enjoy our annual tradition as we talk about Patio Lantern.
1: An Irish boy, his father was from Basque. His family had 16 lads, each one a special task. Paddy had no special skills, so he was keen to find some special talent hidden deep inside. Paddy, O'Lantern, oh what talents will you show? Paddy, O'Lantern, oh the golly wants to know. Paddy, O'Lantern, oh what talents will you show? He wants to know. Now Paddy likes to dance and play, but he was his game. Mother was a poorly cooked, he'd eat it all the same. Late one night a thunderous crack and Paddy found his fame. He quickly found a lighter and turned his wind to flame. Paddy your lantern, never be the same. Paddy your lantern, is arse a giant flame. Paddy your lantern, has an accurate aim.
0: The sauce is now a play. Right? I'm good. Oh man. I missed that song. That was good. I forgot how good that was. That's the best. Thank you, Queen Jay, for Patio Lantern, the legend of Patio Lantern. <laughs> as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day here <laughs> on the Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. Do you know how much masturbation has gone on in this room? Oh, so much. No idea. <laughs> if you had a black light, <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. It would look like uh, look <laughs> like at one of those shows they do at uh, Griffith Park. <laughs> Where you go in to see the, uh, the skies. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The, the, uh, what do they call it? The fucking Torium thing. There's a the thing. Fucking- There's a name uh, for the, it. Uh, it's not the auditorium. It's no, the it's fucking- not the auditorium. I don't think it's anything a Torium. Something a Torium. No, they have a thing where oh, I'm not going to be much help on this on today's show. I can already feel the Irish whiskey coursing through my veins. Planetarium. Planetarium. That's it. Atarium, yeah. not a Torium. Yeah. Atarium. Atarium planetarium you know. well, that's what it would look like We'd turn the lights up put a black light in here just, just everything would be <laughs> spackled big milky way across the sea oh yeah you got that right <laughs> hey speaking of masturbation we were talking about the yeah. uh, masturbation pods that some offices now are adopting right for uh their staff to take a half hour masturbation break yeah finding it makes them more productive less stressful mm-hmm. well what a surprise uh, the sponsor of this program dickie larue actually coming up with their wow. own shocking line of masturbation pods. So if you're looking to put one in your office, please consider our, our good friends over there at Dickie LaRue and the fine family of Dickie LaRue <laughs> products because they are kind enough to sponsor our show. Yes. And so uh, here's, uh, here's their spot. They just sent me a commercial for it. Hey, fellas, you're working hard at the office and have those files backed up. But what about when you're backed up? And ladies, you're done Zooming with clients, but who's Zooming your vulva? Well, now you can make feeling tense at work past tense with the Dickie LaRue Office Masturbation Pod. Just 30 minutes in our pud-pulling pod will make you a new man. And ladies, you'll forget about the big man in the corner office when you take care of the little man in the canoe. The Dickie LaRue (laughs) Office Masturbation Pod. From the Dickie LaRue fine family of products. That sounds... It sounds like it would be a good thing I to think, have in the office. I think
2: that he, they, they need to go around to all these corporations and pitch themselves. Check with yeah. the
0: yeah. A- HR department right. first, I would, before Ooh. we go any further. Maybe, but maybe. Uh, look into it. it maybe just what your office needs. All right, <laughs> let's turn our attention now to the Garmy, shall we? I love listening to the voicemail messages the Garmy sends. You can do it, too. All I got to do is dial up that phone number, one eight three three. 833 Hey, Ralph. That's the Ralph Report hotline can leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. I listen to them all, then I grab a handful and we put them here in Garmy on the Line.
3: The telephone is ringing. The Garmi's
1: on the line. Ross gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your
0: mind. I had some corned beef today. Did you? Yes. Okay. And it's repeating on me a little bit. The combination of the Guinness and the corned beef and the Irish whiskey—that so
2: doesn't sound making it yeah,
0: at all. A potent uh, concoction in my belly. But
2: it's going up the elevator, though, right? <laughs> what? You're burping it. It's not. You're not farting. No, no, no. Okay. Well, no, yeah, so but, I just want
0: to make yeah. sure it's. No, it's coming up, okay. going up the elevator. It's coming. Uh, it's like up your alley, not down your alley. Down your alley is so much better. The Ralph we'll Report. It's right down your alley. No. So much no, better. It's, no, it's so, so much that. better. Let's listen to our first call. How appropriate. It's Donald from the old sod from my homeland, mm. Ireland. Ah. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Eddie and the crew. Uh,
3: this is Donald here, one-star general from Dublin, Ireland, uh, just calling you to wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Um and thanks for keeping all the all the the crack going during these crazy times that we're living in. Anyway, not much else besides that. Um
0: I'll say the LMB in Irish. Oh good. Um may May Graw Live is Keelen May A August slan? There you go. Wow. That's love you mean it by. Well in in Irish. That's cool. Did I play the intro with the blah 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 blah? Did I do that? I think you did.
2: Really? No. I didn't. don't think I did. No, you didn't. You didn't go blah blah blah. Oh, people blah. are gonna be
0: upset if I don't do it, won't they? Well, can you do it? I mean, yeah, you I don't can have do to. It. I can go I back and do the it. the corn beef is coming I up. I can take care of it. And I think that's what distracted me, was the corn beef. <laughs> we uh, I listened to all your messages, <laughs> and we put them here in a segment. Just forget that Donald was uh, just on. Pretend we're starting this new. <laughs> Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing.
2: The Garmy's on the line. Ross gonna play your calls. See
0: what's on your mind. Okay, so there, there we go. go. And, go. Then just, and we heard Donald. Oh, we just just heard so, we need to play again. Just in your mind, put him there yeah. in this Do space. some self-editing, That's people. That's right. Just just use your imagination. Matt called in, and I find this offensive, and I would like Matt to be canceled. Oh. Hey, else
3: well, Matt, one-star general calling from Bambamia. Alex is home early, wait sorry. Yes. Anyway, any rate, uh, how many... Much- God, this is going to be tough. How many Irishmen did it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. Uh, One to hold the light bulb and the second one to drink enough until the room starts spinning. (laughs) Love you. Bye.
0: How dare you, sir? That is racist and anti-Irish. And I will not stand for it and you will be canceled. Canceled. Hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled. Trying to keep that awful stereotype of the irish being a uh, drinking is a group an awful st- it's it's a horrible stereotype and most
2: of us find it very offensive but i know people from ireland and they say they they do have a dysfunctional uh,
0: relationship need, with alcohol there. i need to have a uh just a little sip of this to wash that call out of my okay. mouth well that's mm. i think you're proving a point it's medicinal
2: ah medicinal alcohol yeah
0: I talked yesterday about how I was the victim of another scam.
2: Yeah, yeah, you
0: were. Speaking of booze, speaking of alcohol, trying to buy cheap Jack Daniels Sinatra Sinatra Select online. Right, right, right. right. I got bamboozled. You did. Glad to hear some support from the Garmy.
3: Hello, Ralph. I am a Nigerian prince having trouble getting to America. If you loan me $10,000 to get there, I promise you millions in return when I arrive. LMB. That sounds like a pretty good deal exactly.
0: quite frankly. I think I'm interested. A, Please call back with information about how I can transfer that money to you. Just I would just put your uh, your, Highness. your
2: routing information, your bank account number right now on the podcast and just
0: people act like I'm some kind of sucker. I, that's two times in a row. One more is a pattern. It's it's an, an easy enough mistake anyone can make. Okay. And I'm glad Chuck called in to make me feel not quite so alone. Some people care about me, Eddie. They don't like to kick me when I'm down. Oh, that's the guy.
3: Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's Chuck T in Iowa. I'm laughing here at Ralph's story about getting ripped off on the Jack. Um, new segment idea. I got ripped off online, or I'm a shitty online buyer, because for me recently it was. I got ripped off trying on Facebook. This seems to happen a lot. I was trying to buy one of those arcades by one Up Arcade. I have a Pac-Man one. Or it's like a slightly smaller version you put together yourself. Right. I'm like, I thought it was a heck of a deal. They were 75% off right after Christmas. Wow. Yeah, come to find
0: out, I bought it from one of arcades with an
3: S. Arcades.
0: And they started auto charging me several hundred dollars on my oh. debit card. And it, had to get a new debit
3: card, all that bullshit. So oh. I would like to hear some other stories personally because um, I've been duped too. LMB, guys. Ooh.
0: Oof. Thank you, Chuck, for sharing and for showing it can happen to anyone. You, if you're a trusting person, if you're a good person and you assume the best in people, sometimes you will get taken advantage of. Yeah, when you dip your toe into the internet, there's no one good out there. So if you've been duped online, if you made a purchase that was a scam, if somehow you got ripped off, call in with those stories and we'll share them here on The Ralph <laughs> Report. New segment, <laughs> you got duped! Have You ever been duped? I'm trying to run through my head if I ever got duped. I don't think I have. I usually buy from reputable sources. I usually go skeptical person. I
2: usually buy from like NFL shop or I'll buy from Amazon or eBay. Like that's an
0: example. NFL shop. Yeah. You get it like game style jersey. Mm -hmm. Of one of your favorite players. Corn beef just came up. (laughs) Corn beef just came up. (laughs) Of one of your favorite players on your team. Uh Okay. That runs you what? 130 bucks? 137 ballpark. Something like that? Yeah, yeah. If you go to jerseys.com right. from China from China you yeah. get the same exact jersey not exactly like, like $23 not exactly I, I I have ordered a jersey from China before As have I but you look at that website it could easily yes. take your $23 and then you'd never hear from them again Because there's fanatics which is a
2: good place a reputable place and then there's fans edge which is not Right but I'm just saying
0: right you take your chances sometimes sometimes it pays off sometimes it does especially these days in the nfl where your favorite player maybe lasts a season and then you have a 137 thirty-seven dollar jersey that you're never going to wear again i
2: got it
0: i have a wince jersey in the mail it's coming from china good for you because that's going to be gone (laughs) in a season so don't don't invest too much money in that 23 bucks that's all i got in it all right good and you know we play upbeat music for each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter we call them our happy hits how appropriate yet another garmi member from ireland asking for today's happy hit our good friend aiden
3: hey ralph hey eddie and hey steve it's aiden from dublin now living in a place called Westmeath. i'm um, really looking forward to the uh paddy's day show um on the 17th um We've actually been given an extra bank holiday this year, so we're off Thursday and Friday, so it's going to be fucking carnage in this country, and, and uh, we yeah, we all deserve it, so I'm um, very excited about that. Um, thank you for continuing to pronounce it as Paddy's Day, not Paddy's Day. I appreciate yeah. that. And I've noticed it. Eddie. Um, I appreciate the uh, mm-hmm. the efforts. Um, I do have a, I have a request for a happy hit. Sure. The Irish Rover <sighs> by the Douglas and the Pogues. Yes. That'd be fantastic. I, I fucking loved the Paddy's Day show last year, so I'm hoping I'll enjoy the enjoy it just as much this year, if not more. Um <clears throat> so yeah, my, own, my other tip for uh, for this year for, for people that don't know, um if you're gonna drink this from a can, pour it into a fucking glass. So, like I'm, I'm I'm watching the Always Sunday podcast now and Glenn Harrington is is drinking from a can and yeah. it's disgusting. And I love Glenn Herriton but fucking hell. Right. And YouTube it's a two part pour. Pour a pint of or pour a can of Guinness into a fucking glass. Better yet, yeah, get a point, but uh but yeah, I just thought I'd throw it out there for uh, for for the Americans among the army. Um that should uh that should should get this information. Um, anyway, love you guys. Meanup. Bye.
0: Love you too, Aiden. Happy St. Paddy's Day. I'll, you'll notice I'm drinking my can oh, of from, a, from your a glass. My glass the way it should be. Yeah. And I'm going to have to go get another one because this one's almost gone. Almost done with So that. I'm gonna run <laughs> during the happy hit to the fridge to get my next can. But what a happy hit this is! It is the Irish Rover by the Pogues, featuring the Dubliners. Oh man, this this song is St. Patty's Day in oral, 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 oral pleasure, oral form. <laughs> Here's today's happy hit. On the fourth of
1: July, eighteen hundred and six set sail from the sweet cove of
0: cork we were sailing away with a cargo of bricks for the grand
3: city hall in new york it was a wonderful craft she would rank for enough you know how the wild wind drove her she stood several blasts she had 27 masks and they called her the oil
1: We had 5 million bikes of the best like we had 2 million barrels of stone. We had 3 million sides of our blind horses' heads, we had 4 million barrels of bones. We had 5 million hogs, 6 million doves, 7 million barrels of porter. We had 8 million piles of our nanny tiles, and a whole of the Irish rover.
3: He was too with skill for each
1: sparkling quadrille, and the dancers were blooper and bet. When he smashed, when he talked, he was top of the walk, and he rolled the dame under
0: and over. They all knew and at a but he took up his stance, and he sailed in the eye need to learn how to play the penny whistle. Get the fucking saxophone down first and then move on to the penny whistle. I don't know. Penny whistle may have to come first. (laughs) Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured on the Garmy on the Line segment. I may may start talking with an Irish accent. It's coming out. It's coming out. It's Thursday. (laughs) Thursday, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. (laughs) You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But Daughter to do it. You got to call me. You know what I always say, Edwin? What? Everybody's born. Oh, yeah. But not everybody truly lives. Mm-mm. That's why we have a segment once a week where we take a look at famous people born on this day throughout history. In this case, March 17th. These folks, they were born to be alive. Born, born. born. born,
3: be
0: alive. born on this day, March 17th, in the year 1789, Edmund Keane, mm. one of the most famous British Shakespearean actors of all time. Famous for his performances as Shylock, of course, famously. So uh, so impressive was his performance that it was said that audiences would often be moved uncontrollably and almost riot in the theater with enthusiasm, Oh wow! given his performances. Mm. He was one of the first superstar actors. And uh, because of his success and fame, of course, he also uh, was nuts and would ride drunkenly on his horse through the middle of town in the middle of the night screaming and singing. <laughs> he had a lion as a pet <laughs> that people would find in his drawing room. He was he was a bit of a... This could have been you. It could, could have been. This could have been you. If I had that kind of success and adoration, I too would probably have a lion yeah. in my drawing for room. For sure. Yes. Famous, as I mentioned, for his Shylock, also Richard Third, Hamlet, Othello, the M play. Probably real fun to work with, I would imagine. King Lear. He, he was a uh, a tragic actor. Did not do a lot of comedy. In fact, famously, he was the guy on his deathbed whose last words were... Dying is easy. Hmm. Comedy is hard. Oh, that's where we get that from. Okay, maybe <laughs> seems like that that quote is a, attributed to a lot of different people. Yeah. but Peter O'Toole was a big fan of Ed McKean. He said that's where it came from. Okay, so 1804, James Bridger was born on this day. American scout and fur trader and mountain man. Oh, mountain man. Yeah, he was born in Richmond, Virginia, originally. Oh, before we went up old in, Richmond to the uh, to the fur trading business. Speaking of the Irish, Patrick Edward Connor was born on this day in 1820, Irish American Major General in the Union Army in the Civil War, born originally in County Kerry, in Ireland, back in 1820. Gottlieb Daimler. Gottlieb Daimler was born on this day in 1834. Yeah. German engineer and inventor, one Ooh. of the fathers of the internal combustion engine. Oh. More importantly, Designed the first motorcycle. Whoa. He invented the motorcycle. That's a scary invention. Why is it scary? It's, it's a bicycle genius. with an engine. Yes. Like the
2: first person to get on that thing is like, what He the put f-
0: engines on everything. While he No, truly, while he was trying to develop his engine, he put it on a bicycle. Yeah. He put it on a boat. He put it on a horseless carriage. <laughs> so he <laughs> and pretty much invented vehicles as we know yeah. them. Started working with uh, Benz in Germany. And then, of course, he sold out. And uh, of course, Mercedes Benz uh-huh. became one of the, uh, uh-huh. the big. But uh, Maybach, you may have heard that, was a colleague of his. They also worked together on the internal combustion engine. Mm. So without him, we're all walking.
2: Well, someone else would
0: have no, invented
2: it Gottlieb Daimler. Have. After having uh, Will work on my Mustang, because I'm not a car guy at all. No. At all. The heck you say. I'm
0: not. I find that hard to believe. But to
2: watch him go at, like, watching the, like him pull apart the car and put it back together, like, that is such a, a, a marvel of science and engineering. They're like surgeons. I mean, it's crazy. The, all a the, good mechanic is like a surgeon, yeah. in my opinion. Everything that's in the car and it's designed, every car is designed differently. Every make and model is designed differently and put together differently. It's just crazy. But they all basically have the same... It's the basic same parts, but the different, right. different locations. You have to know where everything is. It's and true. It's yeah, crazy. It's man. a real
0: skill. Yeah. What are you doing with that Mustang now that it's uh, running? I got to take it in the shop. I got to get new tires. Because they're 12-year-old it's gonna be tires. It's going to be another two years. No, it's I mean, not. another three years i got to go it. get the transmission for That thing moves again. I'm guessing. I'm going to drive it the fuck over two here. Two years. And you're going to come out and sit in it. Two years at the earliest. No. it's the next time no. that car is going to be out By of the By the garage. summertime, I'm going to drive that fucker over here, and All you're right. going to come lick it. I don't know. <laughs> you're going to lick the hood. I don't know why that's going to I don't happen. know either, but you're going to. I don't believe I will. 1849 on this day, Charles F. Brush was born, another U.S. inventor and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He invented the arc light, and so much so he put arc lamps on New York City's Broadway, which gave it its nickname, the Great White Way, because it was the mm. first street in New York that was lit up, lit up like it was daytime, and That's people crazy. would be impressed by the Great White Way there in New York. 1863, goddamn American hero, hmm. Horm- Speak is getting difficult. We're about halfway in? All right. I can do this. You're going to piss your pants by the end of the show. 1863, Homer Plessy. Ah. American Creole shoemaker, but more importantly, civil rights pioneer. Plessy mm-hmm. was the plaintiff in the landmark U.S. Supreme Court case, Plessy v. Ferguson. You may have heard that before. This was the landmark Supreme Court decision that upheld separate but equal was constitutional. Yeah. Um, Homer Plessy did not want to sit in a passenger car on a train just for black people. Hmm. He said, why do I have to be stuck in this car? Why can't I go sit anywhere I want? And he sued the train company and that case went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, as long as it's equal, it's fine. Hmm. We we can make a special car just for you and force you to sit That's there. not equal. No, it's not at all. But uh, it was landmark. 1881, Walter Hess swished. Swiss physiologist. Swiss. That's the Swiss guys. Swiss, Swiss cheese. Swiss physiologist <laughs> won the Nobel Prize for Medicine in 1949 ah. for mapping the areas of the brain that control internal organs. That's pretty goddamn important. That is. I wonder how he figured that out. I guess you start poking around. That's what in I'm the saying. Take it. someone's skull off and start touching the shit. You get a knitting needle and just start poking stuff and see <laughs> see how the organs react. <laughs> See, I would think it'd be easy to find what parts of the brain control the limbs and stuff. But how do you find out what controls internal organs? That's crazy to me. Tell me if your heart stops. I'm going to touch (laughs) you right here. Let me know if your heart stops. No, that's my lung. Let me know if you you stop breathing. That just came. (laughs)
2: Jesus. (laughs) Come. That's That's the part that controls
0: that. That's not what we want. 1900, Alfred Newman was born. Not Alfred E. Newman. But Alfred Newman, American film ranger, conductor, and composer, winner of nine Academy Awards. Yeah, one of the great. Let me tell you something. I know we worship the ground that um, John Williams. John Williams walks on, but without Alfred Newman, there is no John. Williams. Well, every year when John Williams is at the Hollywood Bowl, his son Alfred e. Newman's son, or Alfred <laughs> Alfred Newman's son, not let e. me Newman's. worry. Comes out and does mad magazine covers. Alfred
2: Newman's son comes out
0: and does the first half and conducts a bunch of oh, really? sort of gives the
2: introduction to John Williams.
0: And rightly so, because he was the originator. Yeah. I mean, started back in silent era. Yeah. Did Hunchback of Notre Dame for uh uh Universal back mm-hmm. in the early days, Weathering Heights, The Mark of Zorro, all the way up till Airport. That was his final score in the 1970s. But some classic, classic scores, including one of the great Western scores of all time from the movie How the West Was Won. <laughs> so good golfer bobby jones famous american golfer and course designer born on this day in 1902 1910 bayard rustin we often think of martin luther king jr and that famous march on washington in 1963 where he gave his famous i have a dream speech yes Bayard Rustin was the organizer of that oh. march. If it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have happened. So, an important name in uh, in civil rights history to remember for sure. 1914, Slingin' Sammy Ball. Ah, yes, American NFL Hall of Flame, Hall, of- Hall of Flamer. <laughs> wow, Hall of Fame, Jesus man, quarterback. For a team, it doesn't say here who he played for, uh, but apparently, I, you can say apparently it. he was uh, the Washington Redskins. Uh, he plays for a team that no longer exists. Oh my so god! Not, Still holds a
2: record for punting, I believe punting average. Really? Yeah, he's a great punter as well.
0: Uh, for those who don't know, Sammy Ball, he was the first quarterback who really efe- efficiently and yes. effectively was able to throw the forward pass. Yeah, he, he was he made the forward pass popular because of his accuracy and his use yeah. of uh, just decimating defenses yeah. with it. On the reg, he would score. Five, six throwing touchdowns a game. He was the first superstar quarterback in the NFL. Kind of crazy. 1919 on this day, one of the greats, Nat King Cole, was born. Uh, Boy, what a voice on this guy. Mona Lisa, of course, unforgettable, born this day in 1919.
1: Unforgettable.
3: That's what you are.
0: Unforgettable, though near or far. Come on with that voice. 1928, Eunice Gason, British actress, best known for being the very first Bond girl. Ooh. Her character Sylvia Trench appears in the film Doctor No at the very outset of that film, where she meets a mysterious man. You're right. Yeah, sorry, some corned beef coming up. Yeah, on I guess you? so. Something. Excuse um, me. Where at least I don't <clears throat> actually just belt right into the microphone.
2: I didn't mean to. It came up,
0: surprisingly. I would have turned away. Eunice Trench shows up in a casino at the beginning of Doctor No, meets a mystery man Yo. who she's intrigued by. Okay.
1: Neuf à I need another
0: thousand. I
1: admire your courage, Miss... Uh... Trench. Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mr...
2: Bond. James Bond. Come on. So if she doesn't go Trench, Sylvia Trench, he, he doesn't does go that. Bond, James
0: Bond. And it's all in the in response to the pattern where he goes, Miss, and she has to say Trench, right. Sylvia Trench. She goes, Mr. And he says Bond, oh, James, James Bond. Bond. Now, for the rest of his life, he just he, throws uh, yeah. that out to people. Second name first, which never makes any sense. No, but, but that's... became so iconic. Wow. That's how he delivers yeah, his name cool. every time. And she was one of the few, well, especially in the early run of that franchise bond girls to appear twice she shows up at the beginning of from russia with love the second bond as sylvia film with Connery as his sort of girlfriend they're they're together from the first film all the way through to the second no, film that's unheard before of. he just throws her aside and starts chasing other ladies but <laughs> they never really did that again during the uh the primary run right I mean, daniel craig's <laughs> yeah, got daniel Craig love did, yeah. interest and stuff but interesting james irwin born on this day in 1930 we don't know james irwin but he's one of only a dozen men ever to walk on the surface of the moon. Mm, That's crazy. James Irwin was the eighth man to walk on the moon with Apollo 15. Mm. Only 12 people in all of humanity have done what he's done, and we don't know his name. Yeah, that's nuts. Stunning to me. Frank Calabresi, a.k.a. Frankie Breeze, was born this day in 1937. You may find this hard to believe with a nickname like Frankie Breeze, but he was uh, in the mafia. Oh, yeah, no way. Yeah, he worked for the (laughs) Chicago Outfit, loan sharking, illegal gambling. Eventually uh, died in prison. His own son wore a wire and ratted him out to the Oh, wow. Yeah, something called Operation Family Secrets. Wow. Yeah, that's a good, that's a a movie in there somewhere. 1938, Zola Taylor, one of the members of the Great Platters singing group, was born on this day. Only... You can do all this world seem
3: right.
0: Robin Knox Johnston. Robin Knox Johnston. Robin Knox Johnston. Born on this day in 1939. He was the first yachtsman to sail nonstop around the globe in 1969. By himself. Okay. By himself. Yes. A lot of Single, off. nonstop. So much jerking off. Circumnavigation. I don't think you have time. So much semen. To jerk off when you're trying to f- sail oh, around the there's world. There's some on downtime. A yacht. There's some downtime. You have to pull the mizzen mast. And there's you have some downtime. Da- when you get catch a good breeze, you have to grab the mainsail. Dude, you don't have time to grab your mainsail. own mizzen mast. You're working the other mizzen mast. Oh, he jerked off. He set a record. Paul Kantner, 1941, born on this day, one of the founders and the only long-time member through all of its incarnations of Jefferson Airplane and Jefferson Starship and Starship.
1: Don't you want somebody to love? Don't you need somebody to love? Wouldn't you love somebody to love? You better find somebody to love. Love.
0: Pat McCauley, Northern Irish rock keyboardist and drummer, for a great band called Them, introduced us to its lead singer who would go on to a very successful solo career, another Irishman named Van Morrison. Here's a little bit of Them. Wow, here it the night. Patty Boyd, English model, was born on this day in 1944, famous for marrying both George Harrison and Eric Clapton. Hmm. Eric Clapton stole her from George Harrison. Wow. And they stayed friends. Wow, never, really? Never understood That's that. That's crazy. Uh, George was very peace, love, Harry Christian oh, at that time. So yeah. he was very uh, zen about Forgiving. the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Danny Ainge, American basketball player, born on this day in 1959 with the Boston Celtics for many seasons. And in 1979, Stormy Daniels. Ah adult film actress who famously had to deal with the misshapen mushroom penis of Ugh. one of the presidents of the united states Gross. <laughs> yeah. it's enough to make you drink eddie <laughs> that might almost it almost pushes be. you towards it you'd have to all right you know at this uh, this point what we'd like to do we talk about a food related to someone born on this day we run it past eddie pence seeing if it's something he'd be willing to eat or at the very least stick up his ass and then pull out we talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If the reels stop and match... Jackpot. That means he's eaten. However, if they're mismatched... <laughs> that's not going to go. <laughs> Today, in 1971, Martin Haddon was born. He is a famous British chef, Eddie Pence. Okay. In fact, he is the executive chef for the historic Sussex... Sussex. Sussex. Hotels. Sussex in the uk the sussex uh, a famous line of hotels he mm-hmm. is their executive mm-hmm. chef mm-hmm. he is famous for making well this is a this is a long time popular treat especially around easter time which is almost upon us yeah in the uk but he especially is famous for making these at the uh, spread eagle hotel
2: <laughs> it's a place called the spread eagle it's
0: yes, a famous ah, hotel ah, called the ah. spread eagle uh, He's, he is famous for his hot cross buns. Oh, a traditional Easter treat there in the UK. The hot cross bun at the Spread Eagle Hotel, enjoyed for weeks before the Easter holiday. They also appear uh, in shops at Christmas time. It is it's a it's a delicious treat that also has some religious significance as well. In fact, some say it tra- traces back to the 12th century. Mm. Celebrating the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, the hot cross bun, is just that. It is a delicious, baked, sweet, spiced bun that is traditionally marked with a cross on top, either actually carved into the dough itself or put on there with uh, some delicious icing. Traditionally eaten on Good Friday... It's historically served in Commonwealth countries in the UK like Ireland and Australia, India, New Zealand, South Africa, Canada, and people also enjoy them here in the United States as well. It is a spiced sweet bun. So think of the dough as sort of like, almost like a uh, like a spiced wafer almost or a ginger snap cookie kind of flavor okay, to it. That, it's a okay. spiced, a spiced okay. sweet flavor. It is also filled with various dried fruits. I won't go into which ones in particular they usually use. And then, uh, as I mentioned, a white cross with icing, usually either with white icing or sometimes with orange icing as well. It is said Mm -hmm. that a hot cross bun baked more than 200 years ago in Essex still is fresh today as it ever was. Another Another one in London, dated 1821. Still, how good today? Because there's a belief that hot cross buns baked on a Good Friday don't decay, <laughs> because the Lord it's, blesses them. And, that's that's and, a, the Lord's
2: working on that. Yes, and letting everything
0: else go to hell keeps the buns fresh, it's keeping
2: the bread fresh.
0: Because hot cross buns, wow, are a, a tribute to his uh, his son <laughs> who died for our sins. I may remind you yeah, while but, you're yucking it up right, over there. But he sent him here, the dude, <laughs> to do that. Dude took it was all. Took Most a bullet happens. for everybody. Yeah, but he made him to send him here to do that. Just got to
2: remind okay. you. All right, makes sense.
0: So you want some hot cross buns over there at the Spread Eagle Hotel, or what? It's <laughs> only one way to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One bun, two bun, three. Oh boy! Wow. I don't think I want spiced
2: bread. And That's... then you're then you talking about all these mystery fruits that are in it. There are there. Are, I, it is yeah. raisins. There
0: are... Yeah. See, see? something. I, I didn't want to talk about Something's the raisins because I knew that would queer the deal yeah i'm not eating it would skew your uh, mystery fruits your uh your, yes it would your mind in the wrong direction yeah so i'm glad i, so I didn't want to yeah fuck that hold on
2: oh yeah. that's uh fresh that is quite the poor
0: yeah you gotta, very you gotta, asmr you got to give it really you got to let it, put it in with there's some muscle and then you let the whole thing settle so i'm gonna let it settle i'm gonna let it settle
2: you can work on that gold label while it's... Uh, uh, I'm going to
0: have a little more sip of the powers. You know why they call it powers?
2: Because it don't. gives you powers. It does if it. If you drink it, yeah. It mm-hmm.
0: Powers of speech?
2: <laughs> Is that what it gives you?
0: No, that... Powers of pronunciation. That it actually takes away. It gives you other powers, though. <laughs> I'll be flying around this room in oh, I about, can't wait. about 14 minutes. All right, what a surprise, Eddie Pence. Just ruins yeah, Easter. Something was up. I could sense and Saint it. And St. Patrick's Day. Mystery fruits. I knew and, what was going on. Geez, no wonder Jesus doesn't like you. Yeah. You're not on his side. I liked everybody. <laughs> I thought it was his deal to like everybody. Yeah, but there's some people even he yeah. has a hard time dealing with. I, I got to I gotta think you may be one of yeah. those. Yeah. Anyway, all these folks that we talked about, they were all born to be alive. Born to be alive. I'm born to be alive. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, let's take a look at the entertainment news with a segment I call the showbiz beat. Listen, I do my best to try to ignore the Kardashians and the Kanye Wests of the world and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes you just can't. It's just, they're just so flagrantly awful that they just beg you. They need some recognition. They have to be slapped. About how awful they publicly. are. Publicly. They need to be put in the stocks in the town square, and they need to be pelted yes. with rotten we fruit and vegetables. We should bring that back. And vegetables. I would throw a handful of raisins at them. That's a good fruit. That's a bad thing. Pick a bad fruit that to throw at them. Fruit. The reason I bring this up is because Kanye's beefing now online with everybody. Of course, Pete Davidson, who's currently of sleeping with his ex-wife. And uh, sending photos. And sending photos of him in bed with his ex-wife. <laughs> Not that he didn't ask for it, though. I got to tell you, if you if you provoke and, yeah. you're, and you're making videos where you're decapitating a yeah. guy and growing roses out of his head, yeah. then I would, too, send you a picture. Yeah, you go, hey, hey, bud. Guess where I am. But here's what you don't do, Kanye, if I can offer you a piece of advice. Because Kanye's pretty good at taking advice. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a listener. You don't want to maybe uh, beef on social media with a comedian. Mm-hmm. That rarely turns out well. Yeah. He had a go at, uh, first of all, Trevor Noah. And Trevor Noah seems to be a fairly um, decent guy yeah. who doesn't like to get down there in the mud and wrestle he around. He doesn't sling low, usually. So he didn't really come back with anything other than just uh, words of sort of appreciation and sadness for what Kanye's going through, right. even confronted by Kanye. D.A. Hughley, however, was a whole nother situation. <laughs> D.A. Hughley? Oh, excuse me, D.L. Like, he's L. A, district he just, he just got, he a district attorney now? He was also <laughs> district attorney. D.L. Hughley... Uh, okay. The gloves are off now with him. Oh. Because Kanye threatened him with bodily harm for something, for a joke that he tweeted. And now he's like, look, you can tell when people are surrounded themselves with real ones. Real ones in your corner would never allow you to threaten a man or his family, especially in a public forum. Mm. So now DL is just unleashing on him with a hilarious string of tweets, including, Here you go, hashtag Kanye, this is on Twitter. Ain't it funny how you can explain my jokes but not your behavior? Hashtag Team DL. Hashtag Kanye, how dare you talk about the way someone dresses? Look at you, all those people in your head and not one of them's got a Macy's card. Oh my. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Kanye's at it again, huh? Well, at least I wasn't crying on the phone about how big Pete's Peter is. You want to get her back? Instead of acting up, why don't you try doing some (laughs) (laughs) dick-ups?
2: Dick-ups.
0: And my favorite one. Kanye, do you know how horrible you got to be to make a Kardashian date a white man?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... Kanye notoriously has no sense of humor. I mean, South Park pulled him apart years ago with the fish sticks.
0: He is thin-skinned to the the utmost. So D.L. having a good time. He should not go anywhere near a comedian. No, it's a bad idea. Meanwhile, Pete Davidson was famously uh, on social media this week because you could see in that photo he sent of Kanye that he got a Kim Kim tattoo on his chest. Already? (laughs) It turns out it wasn't a Kim tattoo after all. Kim Kardashian was on the El Degeneres show, and she revealed that it wasn't a tattoo. It was a branding. He had her name seared Jesus. into his flesh. What? So that unlike a tattoo, it would never be able to be covered up or removed. It would actually be scarred into his skin. God, Lord. Forever. That guy's got so much wrong with him. Which seems like an excellent idea. What could go wrong, oh, nothing really? nothing
2: could go wrong. In a
0: brand new relationship, when you get the girl's name seared into your flesh. He's got such a good track record. That's with- That's forever. It's not like that, that tattoo of Ariana Grande that you right. got when you were engaged to her that you had to get covered
3: in. For the up. five
2: minutes. So. Uh, They're both just terribly flawed human beings. That whole
0: bunch. It just has to. Uh, <sighs> I got to be done. One second. Oh, a sip, a sip
2: away. Yeah. Sip away. No. Mm. Mm.
0: Knock that back. And now this oh, is settled. Chase Look, it with some Guinness. Isn't that pretty? Look at the head on that. Look at that head. That's the. That's the uh, Stormy
2: Daniels wouldn't mind that one.
0: <laughs> that's what they call. <laughs> Oh, I forget what they call it. What? When you go on the tour at the Guinness uh, Brewery, uh-huh. it's the something... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a <laughs> word for it. It's something with the blonde hair or something, they call it. Lady? No, it's a... <laughs> the, anyway. The glass? Because that's the head is, is like... Uh... It's like the hair. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand. I, I got it. All right. Oh, man. Sure. Veep showrunner... David Mandel, formerly a guest on this very program, mm. is having some fun with the fact that the US Senate is passing a bill that would end or, or make in perpetuity daylight savings time. Yes. So we'd have it forever. We wouldn't have to change our clocks right. being the end run about it. Right. The reason he's having fun with it is because while he was running Veep, the fictional character of Jonah Ryan, Gonad Ryan, that was one of his platforms. That was one that, yeah. of his platforms when he was running. That's right for president or a senate rather and they think it's very funny that the actual real government is spending its time actually passing bills about something that famously boneheaded fictional character jonah ryan that show veep
2: was uh
0: (laughs) it nailed a lot of stuff it did it predicted a lot of things that have come to pass right so he released a letter as jonah ryan (laughs) <laughs> who, If you if you watch the series spoilers to the end, we find out that Jonah Ryan became vice president eventually yeah. of, of the, of the uh, United States. And so it's written as Jonah Ryan, former vice president, Jonah Ryan. And it's a very funny letter if you get a chance to read it. But he says, "Our fellow Americans, our long national nightmare and daymare is over. Yesterday, the United States Senate finally listened to me and unanimously passed the Sunshine Protection Act, because that's what he called it on the show, which will end daylight savings time forever. No longer will innocent Americans show up hours late or hours early to their jobs, their J-dates, or their, court op- their court-ordered counseling appointments for weeks on end just because of the whims of Big Clock. <laughs> it goes on and on, and he talks about some, other, uh, some of his other issues that have yet to be resolved. Uh, the metric system has been making sinister advances in our beloved country for decades, so you need, we must kill it once and for all. And whatever Celsius is, uh, Netflix <laughs> amnesty for all unreturned DVDs, no questions asked. He's trying to get that passed. <laughs> I am fully, su- I fully support the current don't say gay legislation in Florida. But I want to be clear on one thing: I'm going to keep saying Gaylord. That is freedom. And lastly, what the fuck up was with, is it with the Euphoria this season? It needs way more nudity. So uh, yeah, just read that letter when you get a chance online. It's hilariously funny, and I miss that show regularly. <laughs> I mentioned Alexandra Daddario just the other day. It was her birthday. What a huge fan I am. She She has just been tapped to star in a brand new series on AMC Mm. called The Lives of the Mayfair Witches. Apparently, it's based on an Anne Rice novel. That sounds interesting. She will play a brilliant, powerful doctor who has to grapple with her fate when it becomes clear that she is the heir to a family of powerful witches. Mm. So she's got to become the head witch. Oh, got to. She could work my magic wand. You know what I'm saying
2: she can put her finger in my cauldron oh my god that her broomstick in my cauldron
0: you are right. you're got it all backwards is that how it goes no I'm not, not i good with
2: these
1: let me do my show for
0: Christ's sake
2: I can put my broomstick in her
0: cauldron there you there. go oh God <laughs> and Mike Myers is back they just dropped the trailer to his new Netflix series The Pentavaret yes it looks really funny and weird and interesting. Yes, I'm a big fan of his. I know he, a lot of people he rubs the wrong way, uh, but I like. I've always found him funny. I like him, and I think the way he commits to his characters. He plays eight different characters yeah. in this series. It
2: looks like it's going to be. He very mentioned funny. this, and so I married an axe murderer. That's There's right. There's a brief scene in there where the his the Scottish, Scottish dad, dad goes off on the
0: pentavir. So yeah. Apparently, this has been some sort of a comical fixation yeah. with him for a while. But the premise is basically five men have always been working behind the scenes to influence world events since yes. the play. I think one of them's Carl Sanders. I believe so. Or well, was, it was in, it the, was in, in that movie. movie. So as a tribute, <laughs> uh, this morning, the account posted the teaser at 5.55 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> and the series <laughs> will start airing on oh on May uh, 5th. So you'll be able to see it then. Can't wait. Uh, I'm gonna check it out. And lastly, speaking of can't wait, yes, please. They were talking to Nicolas Cage about the new The Batman movie. Did Mm -hmm. you see this story? I did not. Oh, my God. He (laughs) said, with this new Robert Pattinson, The Batman, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited to. I think it would be terrific. He's got an idea for a villain he would like to play in the next movie. He wants to play Egghead. (sighs) Oh, yes. The villain from the 1960s show. Let's do it. Egghead played by Vincent Price. Yes. (laughs) But he's got his own take on it. A dark take. He said, I haven't seen it yet, <laughs> but I think it would be terrific if the villain that Vincent Price played on the eighty on the sixties show, Egghead, I think I want to have a go at Egghead. I think I can make him absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I have a concept for Egghead. So let them know over at Warner Brothers I'm down for Egghead and the next Robert Pattinson Matt Reeves oh, Batman movie. Oh man. If you want me to go back to see another film in this franchise, Nick Cage's egghead, make Nick Cage terrifying egghead, and I am all in. All is forgiven, Matt Reeves, and I will go see this movie yes. if we get a scary egghead. And Paul Giamatti is Dark King Tut.
2: <laughs> that would be... Those two together, I'm, I'm back. All, I'm all in. You got me in. Sounds like a
0: plan. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on March 17. Singer... Hmm? Billy Corgan, um, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. It seems like he has a birthday like every two months. It seems <laughs> I feel like I'm always talking about this morose fuck. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins is 55 (laughs) years old today. The
2: world is a
0: vampire.
2: (laughs) Sent to drain.
0: No, you're a fucking vampire sent to drain. (laughs) Drain the fucking life out of me with that music. I need another shot. You're going to take one in regardless. Fucking Billy Corgan. Patrick Duffy from Dallas. Yeah. The man from Atlantis. Yes. Step by step. Right. The most Irish man ever, right? Yeah. Patrick Duffy. Duffy. Right. Born on St. 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 Patrick's Day. Come on. He wins. He pees green. He does, and he leaves little chocolate coins for little boys in their <laughs> bedrooms, which is creepy as fuck, by the way. You might want to let that tradition no, go by the wayside. No, man. Now that he's starting to get curlies down where his business lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. That's not weird. It's fun. It's, it's a weird tradition. What? That the, the leprechaun comes in your room and just leaves money for you, but it's a trail to the bathroom. So is Greenpeace. I'm not leaving a turd in there. Yeah. That'd be worse green turd or gold turd would be good That'd be his hot of gold
2: i just don't want to spray paint a piece of shit that's the problem i'm a little lazy
0: patrick duffy's 73 years old today kurt russell one of my favorites 71 years old today singer songwriter john sebastian of the loving and spoonful and of course welcome back cotter as well he did that uh, solo record he is 78 years old do you
1: believe in magic in a young girl's heart how the music can freedom whenever I-
0: Gary Sinise turned 67 today. Vicki Lewis, who was very funny on news radio, is 62. Bassist Melissa Maur, She was the bassist for Hole and Smashing Pumpkins for just a brief minute. 50 years old today. Yeah, they really
1: want you. They really want you. They really
0: do. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> Hole. Duet
2: between her and Corrigan. Courtney Love
0: <laughs> reminds me of. Remember in Say Anything? Corey, played by Lily Taylor, yeah. who wrote 65 songs about her ex boyfriend <laughs> Joe. And at the party, she's like, Joe lies with his eyes. And just those that's what Courtney Love reminds me of every song that she plays. Matthew St. Patrick oh. from Six Feet Under is 54 years old today. Brittany Daniel from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is 46. Singer Hozier. Is 32 years old today.
1: Take me to church. I like dog the of your I'll tell you my sins and you can your knife.
0: Wow, it didn't last long enough. It did at all, and I was <laughs> mid-Guinness. Sorry about that. <laughs> Rob Lowe's 58. John Boyega. Finn from Star Wars The Force Awakens and another one. Attack the Block. Yeah. But he was also in another Star Wars movie, wasn't he? He was in all three of them. Last Jedi and then oh, uh, Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Yeah. They all blur together for me. He's just 30 years old. He's only 30? Yeah, he's got a lot of life in him. Good career, Lord, man. man. And drummer... <laughs> it's like a car that won't start. I was speaking Klingon there for a moment. Drummer...
1: Two...
0: ha drummer caroline core it's not easy to say under the best of circumstances drummer caroline core of the irish family band the cores is 49 years old today how appropriate we end these up we end things up with a like five more minutes man just five more an minutes. irish family band here's a little bit of the cores not familiar with the Coors three very attractive ladies and their brother make up the family band the Coors okay so i can't help but think every time i think of the Coors of the wildly inappropriate david brent from the british version of the office ricky gervais yeah who's trying to impress his mates at an office party talking about how what he would do to the band the Coors <laughs> and the music's like really loud while he's talking about it and then suddenly it the cuts music cuts off. out and everyone just does one of those awkward turns when he's getting really foul about the chorus. Here's that <laughs> moment. You don't normally kiss
1: because you've got nothing <laughs> it's to tell. No, I'm going to end up with the brother. <laughs> no, I, no, I no, I wouldn't. No, I'd push the brother out of the room. I'd get the other three and i bend them all over and i do the drummer, the lead singer and that one, who plays violin. Oh, See, your fault putting filth in people's minds.
0: That's right. It's the other guy's fault. Oh, my God. It's so good. so good. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And as you know, it's Thursday. Very special Thursday because it's St. Patrick's Day. So we're going to do something a little different here at Ralph Sex University. You
3: don't know what to do. There's one
0: man to help you
1: through. He's a graduate of Sex you Sex.
0: So? comes That's right. It's Sex in Ireland because it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. A little international studies class here oh. at Sex University. Okay. It turns out, mm-hmm. this won't be hard to believe, but when Ireland ancient Ireland, when it was the Druids, when it was heathens, if you will, before it got influenced and pretty much taken over by the Catholic Church, they had a really good handle on not only sex and sexuality, but also rights between men and women. (laughs) Religion came in and ruined it it all. It pretty much did. They didn't know where they were. The The Druids. The ancient Irish laws, known as the Brayan Laws which were only handed down verbally. They were never written down. Uh But it was an entire system of social justice, a legal system, rights. I mean, it was all laid out, but it was always handed down from generation to generation with stories, not necessarily written down. But back then in the ancient Irish laws, Mm -hmm. a woman had her own rights to own property. She could, she was fully equal with a man. She could bequeath her own property to her offspring of her choice. She could marry or divorce the man of their choosing. In that legal framework, she had every legal right in society that a man had. Okay. And this was back in the you know the 12th century. Right. Unheard of. Unheard saying, yeah. of. It was revolutionary. Yeah. And then of course all that went away. So it's St. Patty's fault. No, 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 he came in and did this. No, no, that's exactly what happened. No, not at all. Europe at the time—we're So celebrating this guy now. When women were getting all uppity in Europe, they would start burning them at the stake. So it was a—it was a—you know—it was a continent-wide problem. It wasn't just Ireland. Just saying, polygamy was also supported by these early uh, laws. Yes, Uh, divorce—you could divorce anyone for almost any reason, Mm -hmm. even in the early days of Christianity in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Often, the Christian churches in Ireland would perform sacraments and marriage rites for men. Oh. So the very first same-sex marriages actually came about in the early days of Christianity in Ireland. Wow. That, of course, all went away. Oh, that went away. Real quick. Yes. So they've got a long history of sex and sexuality in Ireland that was pretty much uh, bludgeoned by the onslaught of uh, Catholicism Mm -hmm. in that country. But, in fact, Elizabethan, Elizabethan poet Edmund Spencer, who lived in Ireland, wrote often how appalled he was by Irish men who were, as he wrote, a bunch of lascivious bisexuals who offer themselves freely to both men and women before my shocked gaze, he wrote. So they were, like, partying and They were Ireland. enjoying
2: life. They were, yes. And then
0: St. Patty came over. Yeah, it's just... The- okay. Um, speaking of insane Uh laws and behaviors. In Ireland, this is stunning to me, until 1980, contraceptives were illegal. In the Republic of Ireland. 1980? 1980 was when that law changed. It was illegal to use contraceptives in that country. Scary. More than that, it was also illegal for a woman to order a pint.
2: I mean, were these laws that weren't enforced? No. They were just on the books, These were
0: enforced. Many pubs wouldn't allow women to come in at all. in 1980, 1980 is when it changed. That's crazy. In the 1970s, if a woman went into a pub in Ireland and ordered a pint, she would be refused. If she was let in at all, she couldn't order a pint of Guinness. Could she drink a pint if someone ordered it for her? No. Wow. She could have a a, a brandy or something that was considered a feminine drink, but it was considered not ladylike. To order a pint of beer at a pub in 1980. Yes. That's crazy. Famously, there was a woman's rights activist and writer named Nell McCafferty who took a bunch of women into pubs all around Dublin. And she would walk in 30, 40 at a time, order 40 brandies, wait for them all to be served, and then order one pint of beer. And the, and the the publican would say, no, you can't. You can't have it. Wow. And she'd say, okay, fine. We're not being served. We're not paying. And she would get up and everybody would walk out leaving 40 unused brandies on the table that they couldn't pour back into the bottle. So that was that was one of the acts of uh, right. civil disobedience that eventually changed that one. Jesus. But it was crazy. That's stupid. Prostitution in Ireland is legal. Oh, really? Yes. But you can't order a beer. You can't. Well, you can now. Well, now, yeah, but not then. But... Uh, using the services of a prostitute is illegal. Say it again. Prostitution. Okay, explain. Legal. Yeah. Being the customer of a prostitute. Illegal. Illegal. So you can sell sex. They passed the law in in 2017 thinking it would protect women in the sex industry by criminalizing the Johns, the the consumers, instead of the women who were providing the services. But all it did was drive the sex trade deeper underground because in order to service your clients, you have to do it in a way that you're not going to be exposing them to the Garda, which is the police there in Ireland, which opens women in the sex trade up to all kinds of violence and in often cases murder. Because they're hiding their activities right. from the police force. That is the dumbest It has reasoning. increased violence and abuse towards sex workers in Ireland more than any other uh, the law that's been Is there in any place. chance of them overturning that stupid they're law? They're trying now. It, it, Nineteen In 2017 is when the law was enacted. That's inactive. fucking dumb. They're trying to uh, make changes about God. it now. And they also, besides making it uh, against the law to um, employ a sex worker, yeah. if... It's also against the law to run a a brothel, in quotes. Meaning if any two women in the sex trade share a domicile or a place in order to act their business, that's considered a brothel. Then they're breaking the law. They can go to prison for that. You can't solicit someone to have sex for money. So if they were to ask you if you wanted to have sex for money, then then they're breaking the law. So there's a a great number of uh, laws that need to be worked on. All right, now here's the upside. Okay, what the upside give me of some Ireland? Because these are bad. Okay, these are all good. The Irish are amongst the world's most adventurous in bed. Are they? According to a recent survey, the Irish use more lubricants <laughs> than any other country in Europe. Well, could that be because the other person's so drunk they're not? How they're
2: not dare getting, you? They're not wet. I. Because no, that that can, be sh- that can be an issue. Have a drink just to. That can be an issue.
0: I can't hear you. I am drinking.
2: Or there's just a shit ton of ass pounding.
0: No. Okay. Um, vibrators. Yeah. More vibrators sold in Ireland than all but two countries in the world. Hmm. They're number three in vibrator. It's because the other dude's
2: pass. The dude's passing out, and she's got to
0: finish herself. I all. will come across I'm this just, table. These things just make sense. I told you about the powers that powers whiskey gives one. You don't want to <laughs> test them. They sell, uh, there's more sex toys uh-huh. than only the French. Second oh. only to the French when it comes to sex toys. Kinky. Irish couples found to be more vocal when it comes to sex than most Europeans. 42% discuss their sex life with their partner. That's healthy. It is. Um, three quarters of all Irish that are having sex say they have fulfilling sex lives. Good, too. One in five Irish people say they would be willing to bring one, two... uh, Excuse me. Two or more lovers to the bedroom. Whoa. So a threesome or more. One in five. It's 20% of the population having sex said, yes, bring more people into the bedroom. More the merrier. One in 10 said they wanted to perform a strip tease for their partner. Uh, uh, Here's the downside, though. (laughs) Only 13% of Irishmen, Irish women, the Irish, having sex Use a condom to protect against Ooh. STI and unplanned Ooh. pregnancies. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, that's not good. The upside, however. They do have a lot of kids in Ireland, so yeah, they, they might do. explain why. Uh, the upside? Could be a religion thing, too, right? Most popular position in Ireland. Sex position. What Don't do you me. think? I'm going to go doggy. Doggy. Yeah. 38% of everyone having sex claims <laughs> that doggy is their go-to position. <laughs> I knew I was Irish. I could tell it's genetic. Uh, 26% missionary, 22% cowgirl. Uh, Okay. So that's how it breaks down. So um, they may have their problems when it comes to sexual legislation. Again, it's the the influence of the church on society that often is more of a problem than it is a solution. But they're finding a way around it, and they're having a good time anyway. So there you go. Sex in Ireland Mm. on this St. Patrick's Day. And there you go, kids. That is our St. Patrick's Day show. I hope you had as good time as I had. I can't imagine that's possible. No, I however, don't think so. Unless you were drinking. Or I it mean, could at, be. At the rate that I've been drinking during this particular <laughs> you, program. You have done some damage. I'm having a good time. It's just going to get better. Tomorrow, well, I, need, I don't... Need, <laughs> I think I'm too sober is the problem. That's,
2: yeah, definitely the problem. Because
0: you're making some words. Right. I need a, I need a little moisture in my mouth. Some lube. That's where the lube, that's, that's why they use why all the That's why the lube. Irish need the lube. It's for their teeth and lips. <laughs> more than their genitals. Tomorrow, a brand new Ralph report. Oh, I'm not going to be happy tomorrow. Oh, why? Because I'll probably be hungover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're definitely going to be hungover.
2: Yeah. AF.
0: You're going to like it because Steve Ashen's going to be on hand. The Irish and the English have a long history of not getting together. True. A.K.A. The Troubles. Go see Kenneth Branagh's brilliant film belfast right. you and steve get along but steve and i have managed yes. to show kumbaya hands across the world <laughs> we're able to uh, put our differences aside so uh, my english pal steve ashton will be on hand tomorrow for the uk update also he'll be joining us for video video vault the video vault, yeah. the video vault. Did you i really not get that word i knew there was a thing we did and now I was thinking, because, I mean, now here's what happened. Yeah, what? Video vault what was happened? coming up. Right. Uh-huh. I'm thinking video vault, and I knew video vault. Uh-huh. But my mind started going, "What? what's the theme for the video vault? Right. And so I took a little. You 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 took too many resources away. I, I took a left. I took I put my blinker on because right. I was going to make a left-hand uh-huh. turn. Uh-huh. And because I was so focused on the turn, I didn't realize the light had turned, light turned green. green. I, had to, and I, I had to honk. Yes, exactly. I had to honk. That's what you did, yeah. So uh, the video, video vault. vault tomorrow. Video vault. Who knows what the theme's going to be? I have no, no we'll idea. And f- we'll find out later. Figure that out later. <laughs> um, just all the good stuff. The game, we, game show, Garmy game. Oh, show. the Garmy game show. <laughs> I love the Garmy yeah, game. Me show. too. Yeah. I enjoy it as well. Here's the thing. I'm thinking about getting a new prize for the Garmy game show. Yeah. I'm thinking about coffee mugs. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Ralph Report coffee mugs. I think people you have you, they you have those made up, don't you? you I have, have one. I made one up for myself, sort of a sample. Right. But it was an avenue we sort of never went down. But I think a lot of people listen to this show yeah. in the morning when they're list, when they're having breakfast or in their way to yeah, work. People or take something. it to work and drink out of that, and that starts up a conversation. I think that would be a fun thing to give away for the Garmy Game Show. That's a good idea. So I think I'm going to order up some uh, Ralph oh, Report mugs. Okay. Of course, it won't be ready for tomorrow's oh, Garmy no, Game Show. no, not at all. But I'm just thinking out loud. So. <laughs> Look forward to that All coming right. to a future Garmy game show near <laughs> you. But we'll be doing that as well. I think I'll put it on Eddie this week. I've done a couple in a row. Right. I may be under the weather tomorrow. I may not feel like putting a uh, quiz together. So Any topics we'll, we'll you're thinking of? You or, maybe we'll or, have this dealer's conversation choice
2: or? Off, off air. Maybe. Uh, well, you've had it on air before.
0: I know, but we'll have it off air. Go
2: ahead. Uh, no, we'll do a production we meeting. Could, off we could, here.
0: we could do a You could do an Irish theme. I could do an uh, Irish Army I can show what you know about Ireland. We can try to, uh, you know, have one more day of a holdover to celebrate. Right, we'll see St. Patrick's Day. We'll see. Like um, I think it was Aiden who called in and said they have another bank holiday this week, so they get Thursday and Friday. Oh, damn! Out. So we can we All can right. extend the holiday possibly. If you, if possibly, you like. we'll figure it out. Whatever it's going to happen tomorrow, I'm telling you. You're not going to want to miss it. Mm-mm. It's going to be a good time. i got going to have a headache. So please <laughs> join us. But in order to do that, you must take care of yourself.
3: Stay good in the hood. That's
0: right. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. So slancha, as they say in the old country, as they uh, clink glasses uh-huh. and toast each other. slancha, slancha, Okay. Which is cheers, if you will, okay. to your health. All right. slancha In In... Uh, in ireland happy saint patrick's day everyone take care of yourselves be good to each other and no until tomorrow is love you mean it bye